and welcome to another episode of All That Film. Welcome back. We we are once again joined uh, by your host. Hey, that's me and Spy. Uh, we're here talking about the vampires. Very late, um, but you know this is this is the finale of season four. Um, you know we wanted to get right off the the presses of this. Yeah. Um, and just I assume <laughs> most people listening to this probably haven't seen the series. So I think we did a little bit of talking about, or at least I've recommended this show. Uh, just briefly, once again, I will remind people, uh, this is one of the funniest shows on television. And I feel like not enough people are talking about it for how good it is. So if you haven't watched it, you should definitely check it out. Spy, do you have anything to pitch to the public? Uh, Season three will make you piss your pants laughing. (laughs) It's really good, like other outside of season three, but season three in particular has some of like the best comedy ever. So I highly recommend. Also gay. (laughs) Sorry. It gets very gay, um, especially in later seasons. So if you're into that, that's a selling. Well, point. honestly, like still, even in the first season, there's it is, but they also act quite a bit of. They also actually with, uh, broke, they broke canon to like make it gayer. <laughs> in the yeah, first yeah. Season. So, which is exactly how it should be. The gay agenda. You know, like, that could be the influence. That could be the influence of certain pirates. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> that that Tyke is uh, working on. Uh, aside from this, but yeah. Um, Look, if you if you haven't seen the show, just a last thing. I think this quintet of characters in Nandor, Laszlo, Nasha, Guillermo, and Colin Robinson is one of the funniest groups of like five I've ever like when this sh- when all of them are working together, it is brilliant comedic writing. Um, and they're so good at balancing like which ones for which episodes and different interactions. Uh, so can't recommend this enough. Uh, with that said, uh, all you silly willies who haven't seen this, get out of here. You get one minute. That's all you get of the podcast. Right. I'm probably going to put a timestamp. If for whatever reason you want to wait to watch the finale, for whatever reason, um, that's what we're going to talk about first. Um, so if you want to skip, we're going to do a ranking of the episodes probably some more general thoughts on the series because I don't think we talked fully on season three, uh, but me and Spire are mostly going to be talking about the finale and then working our way backwards a little bit uh, with, with the ranking of the episodes this season. So Spy, you have the floor though. What were your thoughts on the finale of season four of what we do in the shadows? Um, I definitely still thought it was like fine, but it also fell kind of flat for me. and. Uh, okay we can do spoiler stuff now right full spoilers (laughs) yeah so one thing about the show is i know that kind of throughout there will be several like little bits that only get picked up for like one episode and then get kind of dropped as things return to the status quo and that's fine but this season finale really feels like it took like a whole season's worth of setup and just completely like hit the brakes on some of it and reset it back to square one. And I was a little bit like, whoa, why did we do that? I thought that we were like building something here. And and now it feels a little bit like we're going back. And I wasn't a huge fan of that because season four right. was the status quo in some really interesting ways in the group. And it was really funny and it was really interesting. And now it's kind of like, no, we're going to go back to the old formula. And I'm like, oh. That's a well, that's what I was wondering, because with with the way season three ended and this sort of bleeds into this finale, but with the way season three ended, it felt very like a definitive shift in what whatever they were going to do in the next season. Right. Uh, <laughs> and thankfully, this doesn't feel like a convolute. Like there are some stuff where like, I, you know, characters are obviously brought back in because they have to do the season or whatever. But like, to your point. This season spends the entirety doing the baby Colin, like yes! <laughs> kid Colin Robinson bit only for the end 
to be to to feel like this unsatisfying thing of and like that that's purposeful and that is an interesting choice but i i don't know and it could be one of those where like when we're six seasons into this on the finale we look back and we're like that was a really smart choice that they did uh to make like because it it really gives um it really gives Laszlo like a lot more weight to his character well, that it, didn't feel does. there. Um, and like now it's like you watched him like believe in this kid and do all this stuff for young Colin Robinson. And it doesn't matter. Or at least to Colin, Ro- like it, it, he does not remember it. And that is oh, no, I was like, so sad. I know. I was like, <laughs> I really thought that like, Laszlo, I, I figured obviously that like in game they were going to get back to like adult Colin Robinson, right? But right, I just from a VFX standpoint, <laughs> yeah. But like I was like, oh, but like he's going to kind of remember, and there was going to be like a different dynamic between the two going forward. And now it's like, nope, regular Colin Robinson doesn't remember a thing. Laszlo just poured his heart and soul into this small child, and <laughs> the small child well, I- did not remember any of it. Especially because the way season three ended, because uh, the the way Colin Robinson like responded to this feels like he's even ambivalent to the prior stuff in season three, where Laszlo was really helping him out because he knew Colin was going to die and like fulfilling his like final dreams and wishes. And it, it was a thing of beauty in a comedic show where it's like, wow, Laszlo is a good character. Who would have thought like from this? you know, kind of stooge um, <laughs> in this group, but he's, you know, when he needs to be sweet, he's sweet. Yeah, I know. And I'm just kind of sad about that whole thing. Cause like, like that wasn't like a one episode bit of baby Colin Robinson. It has been all season of like <laughs> watching this. And then he's just like, Oh yeah, I read my journals and now I don't remember anything. Right. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what <laughs> it doesn't even really make sense and i don't normally expect sense from this show but typically there's some sort of like attempt at an explanation for why things are the way they are but this right. was just like i don't remember um sorry <laughs> about that <laughs> and it's like what happened well and then and then the other resolution too of like a we're in this this will probably get us talking about the Freddy episode. Um, But the fact that we have Nandor marrying someone and then that not being anything and Guillermo like kind of talking to him in this finale and being like, Hey man, like this should matter to you. Like you did all this marriage stuff. You did everything. And like, now you have nothing like this should affect you. And he's like, eh, I'm fine. Um, And it's really interesting that, I just I I am a little hesitant. Like, is Guillermo going to be completely separate from this group? Like, in the next season, is that the choice they're going? Right. Like, Nan- that Nandor was another interesting character too, because I really felt like at the beginning of the season we were watching Nandor like his character develop. Like, obviously, he was still Nandor, right? Like, he was still that goofy kind of assholeish, but not always intentionally type, right? But he, he, you could see like little changes in his behavior and especially in how he acted like towards Guillermo and towards the other vampires. And then like in these last few episodes, it's literally like, I don't care about any of that that happened. And it's like, bro, why? I yeah, like what are, you, what are you trying to prove to us? <laughs> and, and that was my thing is I, I think it's totally possible that like in the next seasons, they'll like go back and explore that more with the character. But for a season finale, this provided me like almost zero emotional catharsis. And I don't necessarily mean like satisfaction because you can be cathartic off of like negative emotions or whatever. Right. But the way that Colin was so meh on everything that had happened and nandor was so meh on everything that happened it it and those were two pretty big characters throughout the last season in terms of like the big like the two biggest arcs were baby colin robinson and nandor's wedding those are the two characters that should in theory have like the most like impact going forward exactly and yet they're the two who just like were written to not give a shit. 
at all. Right, right. <laughs> um, which is, again, like, I I think is one of those things, like, you kind of have to put a pin in and just trust the creative minds on this show, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, like, it is sort of like, this could be a shift. Um, yeah, and if, see, this was if another they one. Did, where- like, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, if they end season five, like, similarly, where two of the main characters are like, yeah, we don't care about the changes we made or whatever. It would be like, okay, what are we doing with this? Um... And you know what? I'm almost mad looking back now on the season because there's an entire episode that's almost like a complete throwaway filler that really could have been used to, like, flush this out a little bit more, especially with the way things ended um, in the last couple of episodes. Intri- wait, which episode? Just curious. The, the, the go flip yourself. The the one. Okay, see, I everyone loves that episode, and I kind of feel a little the same. Yeah, it was like it was a funny bit, right? But it was just the whole episode, and it, it's and like in my mind that episode is just like a complete filler, like throwaway. Like, yeah, you laugh at it, but like, there's no connection to like almost no connection. I I shouldn't say there's no, but. I mean, the only the only thing that's like furthering in in quotes, furthering the plot is the fact that Marwa is still doing Mm -hmm. a lot of Nandor things and Nandor's getting annoyed by that. That's it. Right. And it was like, why didn't they use that episode to like do something more, especially with the way things ended? I'm I'm like kind of mad that that just kind of. Right got used the way that it did it almost feels like a divide it's like you have like this really good narrative going up to episode seven and then episode eight happens and then you have nine and ten which almost feel like not quite as thought out in that sense if that makes sense well especially because uh and (laughs) this this might be uh revealing my hand a little bit for episodes i'm going to pick but with pine barrens you have this reveal where Guillermo like comes out to his family and they're like, yeah, we know. <laughs> like, um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the fact that like he's, he's with vampires is the prop. Like he's hanging out with vampires is, is the issue. Um, Cause his whole family's like a bunch of vampire killers. And that's the one, like to me, I was like, oh, okay, this is really interesting. Like where this is going. And then you're right. Like it does feel like a shift in this fun, like, off to the side episode but then what are we sort of doing with these final two up like they don't necessarily feel like a conclusive season ender right and what we do in the shadows doesn't always have like the most you know conclusive of episodes but they're typically cathartic in us in some way right where they feel satisfying to whatever has been going on in um the rest of the season and i can't say that about the season four finale like it just did not give me that same like satisfaction when i was well uh, so so you 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 were talking about uh one of my least favorite words uh because it doesn't sound like what i think it is and this is a dumb thing that i do but catharsis i'm like for whatever reason it doesn't sound like it sounds like a burden that that we have to bear away anyway you you talk about satisfaction and that is what I walked away with in season three, where I was like, man, this show's so great. Like, I have no clue where it's going. It has this, like, season ender thing where you're like, okay, things are changing in this season. And then, like, we get to the end of this, and it's really like, okay, okay it's kind of back to where it was in, yeah, se- the- like, the middle of season three. Yeah, the only, like, major shift now is obviously Guillermo going to Derek. Right, right, of course. That's like the that's like the one major, it's like different at all, and it doesn't even feel well. Okay, I shouldn't say that it doesn't feel new, but Guillermo kind of already had his thing where he was like, "I'm leaving because I'm underappreciated and nothing happens and blah blah blah." And I get that he had like a slightly different character reasoning this time for doing what he did, and it'll be interesting to see exactly how that plays out with Derek. But um, it just didn't feel like anything was all that different. Like, and I guess that was kind of the point, because that's kind of what Guillermo was saying. But, and and I think that's the point they wanted to make in the episode. But it kind of did that at the detriment of, like, all this really good writing and, like, development. Yeah, it's it's almost like they want to make this good point that, you know, characters like Guillermo, everything's, things are going to be cyclical with vampires. 
And especially like to that point, because they've lived for so long, um, not like there's going to be, things are going to be less impactful for them. So for instance, like Nandor can easily forget like a marriage because he's lived thousands of years, um, which is, a, you know, again, is a statement like you can make, but you're right. It undermines what they were building, <laughs> like yeah. the, the building blocks of like the start of the season, um, which felt like, okay, Naja's got like this whole thing with the nightclub, like uh, Laszlo's, you know, taking care of a, a young boy, uh, Nandor's being Nandor, uh, <laughs> everyone has pointed out, but still like there, there felt like there was a shift here. And even like, I will remind people just in case, cause it's been a couple weeks. There is an episode that confirms completely confirms the feelings that Nandor mm-hmm. has to Guillermo because Marwa likes it because the genie, you know, likes everything that Nandor likes. And then, uh, Mar was like, "Oh, I love you, Guillermo," and everyone's like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> mm-hmm. so, okay, we, yeah. we see what you're saying. Um, I feel like I can say this more now that I've seen the finale, but like, I really thought Marwa was gonna be like a longer term character, and I was waiting to see like if they would do anything at all in the finale with this. But Marwa added like such an interesting like chink in the armor of the vampires and like the dynamic between Guillermo and um Nandor and she and she even um had an interesting dynamic with the guide and with Nadja so I was really thinking that Marwa's relationship to Nandor was going to shift but that she was going to be like a more permanent installment in the cast kind of like how the guide became one right and they resolved her like so quickly and so anticlimactic that i'm well, like to, to the point that i almost wonder if it's going to come back in season five um but i don't know i <laughs> yeah it feels like it's it might be done forever um <laughs> with that character yeah and I, I would be really sad about that because i thought that she, i thought that she was a really good addition to the dynamic like with like the Jin was a good addition to the dynamic too, and he's he's probably still floating around somewhere back there in the background. Well, we know that he is because Nandor still has like what one wish or two wishes on her his um genie. Yes, lamp. he was he was great uh, this season. Right, so I was like, I figured that they might do something to resolve Freddy, um, relative not quickly but i I figured that that was going to be like a temporary boyfriend thing while nandor and guillermo figure out that they need to kiss and make out um but maru (laughs) felt like a much more permanent installment and then she very suddenly wasn't and that was a little weird well especially when a lot of stuff like with the group is in flux you think that would be a good point to insert a character um like maru and make her you know, increase because you do have the guide already as like a mainstay now. Um, Mm -hmm. So you can just add one every season essentially. Um, But yeah, I, I, that's kind of all I have on the, on the finale overall. I mean, we're going to get into this with uh, the episode draft that we're about to do, you know, going back through and and thoughts on separate episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, But overall, I really enjoyed this season still. Um, I don't know. I have a whole list of TV seasons from this year and the past two episodes. I don't know where I would rank this now. Uh, I'd really have to think about it. Definitely above, um, Peacemaker. Um, but it is, it, it is weird to say of a show that I adore, which I, you know, I really liked Peacemaker, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to think about it. So that would be close to like in the nine to eleven range of seasons, and I've I've seen uh, now twenty seven shows. Uh, but with that said, uh, Spy pick a number, or sorry, even or odd. I'm thinking ever do between one and ten. Um, I'll go odd. Okay, it is even. Damn. So I will go first. Uh, very convenient hey i know <laughs> i promise it was i thought of the number before we even started recording and i stuck with it um okay. and i thought it would be an issue uh but it's not because i won so i get the first pick and i think there is a definitive best episode 
uh, of season four. Listen, I do, I do too. But let's. Well, you might have a different. My, well, see, this is the funny thing because this could be my one-one, but you're sitting there like, "Oh, you fool!" Um, listen, the casino episode. Me and Spy were talking about this. The casino episode is my favorite of the series so far. It is some of the funniest comedic writing, all that stuff. Great episode. However, there is a episode that at least comes close to it this season, uh, and that is with my one-one pick, Private School. Um, oh, okay. I don't know if you look, if you have a different pick, that's completely fine. I just love this episode because to me, like this is them flexing their comedic muscles where they have Naja, Nandor and uh, Laszlo and Guillermo, like all just screwing up this situation. That would be so easy to just one little lie about this, but they keep like getting themselves stuck in further lies and the stuff they come up with is so funny. Dude, Sal um, showing up out of nowhere. Like I was. Right. <laughs> and that's, I really wanted my dad to catch up because that was just such a good random bit that is for, I mean, the impractical jokers are huge. So I'm sure like that worked on basically everybody that watches the show, but like such a random cameo. <laughs> Mm-hmm. for what like they're doing in that scene um but yeah great episode uh baby colin robinson used to his his full ability in the hijinks uh from that but spy this wasn't your number one so what are you picking it up? wasn't it, it's a good pick but it was not my number one um uh, my number one is the night market episode four. oh that's fair that's what i was that that was probably going to be my second yeah that one for me maybe not quite as i think you're probably right in that private school probably has like the funniest bits in the whole season but um i think episode four is just like the best balanced episode it's still really funny i really liked to watch guillermo just like beat casually beat the shit out of a bunch of vampires and then we got that really good fight with nandor and guillermo um, while Naja is like running around, like tra- what? What did she have? Like that one shirt that said like "Hot Tits" or whatever on the Harley <laughs> Davidson. I forget what it said exactly, but it's like all of that was really good. I I really liked the Night Market. Well, I also like I I applaud this pick because it's one of those where I know this is you know this is a comedic show or whatever, but this is a like fun reminder of like oh hey this is in a world of vampires and there, there's a ton of lore that like you can explore in something as simple as a night market. And they really like when they go into episodes that are like a pocket into the complete like empire dimension, they really mm-hmm. do a great job. Like, and to, to your point that you made, like upping the, the fight scenes in this one, uh, that were, it, it plays like a WWE kind of, um, to, to its, to its strength. Oh, yeah. Like it works really well, uh, in that regard. But yeah, great pick. Oh yeah, and I I also really like how Nandor's like attitude towards Guillermo is like totally different in that episode, and that's where you really get to see it. Um, right. Like they still have that banter, but you can tell he's almost like proud to be friends with Guillermo, and it's really sweet. <laughs> and right, because they come the, they come to like understanding of one another. Um, yeah, while beating the shit out of each other, it's wonderful. Right. <laughs> um. So I think you would have back to back here. So you're up again oh i'm up if again snake Ooh, you want to just do back and forth um yeah no we can go back and forth yeah, let's fun. just let's just um, go back and forth because i was not prepared <laughs> for a second one yet i was uh thinking. okay so i think i'm i hope that i'm taking yours and not one that i could grab later um i'm looking at some of the ratings and i kind of like we we're already kind of uh private school is I think the number one on IMDb, but uh, Night Market, there's a couple that are over Night Market, which surprises me. I'm going to go with Pine Barrens uh, for a specific reason. I think, again, it's just another great example of like the balance they're allowed to do, especially uh, that that thing that you were talking about where it feels like Marwa was going to be a mainstay in this group, like... uh, just going back to that where they're having like a, a whole separate girls night thing, Guillermo and his family. And then uh, the, the whole guy's trip camping, uh, Nandor Laszlo and, and uh, baby Colin Robinson. 
Um, they they write Colin Robinson really well when he's going out there. And he's like, do you want to hear about my Roblox? Because I made a, a game in Roblox mm-hmm. where we do our taxes or what. Um, and they have no clue because he's, a t- you know, he's a 12-year-old and these are vampires. Um, and it just, I don't know, it works really well. There's great, like, character development in that, but in that episode, obviously, like, the, I already mentioned it, but the Guillermo coming out, like, that's a pretty, like, great scene. Right, um, yeah, that one was good. Yeah, just a lot of a lot of fulfillment like out of this episode. Uh, so I, yep, I really, I really like, I really like Nadja's demand of Guillermo to get Mamma Mia too. <laughs> right, <laughs> that was really good. Like that was like some terrible task for him to do. <laughs> uh, but that would mean you're a backup. Yes. Um, see, it's really hard because there's like several that are like very close to me for me. Um, right. So it's a little hard to decide exactly what's going on. I I think I'm going to go with the lamp, the second episode. Darn it. Was that your next was that your next one? <laughs> that was my next one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we seem to be on very similar wavelengths for We are. Uh... <laughs> thoughts about this season. Um, I I really like the I really like the scene where the guide is like in a therapy session with Laszlo and Laszlo clearly has no idea what he's doing and tries to get Guillermo to bang the guide because <laughs> right <laughs> has like a she has like a crazy crush on him and then um all of Nandor's you know um hunting for his wife that he doesn't remember <laughs> but loved very dearly uh, allegedly um all of that stuff was pretty funny. Right, and and one of the best jokes of all time. Uh, forgive me, I might be misremembering it, but something about um, <laughs> what was the joke about the penis and the mouse? Can you? Help oh yeah, don't come scratching exactly. at my door like a horny squirrel <laughs> when you. Was that the um, one, or is it a different one that you're thinking of? No, I think it's. A di- I mean, that's a good oh, one. Oh my no. bad. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to find it real penis quick. Penis in the penis in the mouse. I don't remember. It, I feel the, like the genie almost the genie almost tricks him uh, into having a penis as a, as big as a mouse, or oh. or that would be like a, big to a mouse or something. There's something weird in the wording. Oh, um, I yeah, I remember what you're talking. I about get what it was specifically. Um, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. He the genie just says, "What about a mouse?" Um and like the, there's just so many good jokes about like obviously all of us have have seen at this point like the convolutedness of genie wishes and I feel mm-hmm. like they use that to their best ability here with the writing cuz we're all like aware of of that like trickiness with genies and the I don't know. That that character was so funny. Uh, he was he was great to have. I I don't know if I've seen him in anything before, but I was like, man, uh, to your point, I'd love to, to come back next season. Oh yeah, I think he kind of has to because the lamp is still like a up in the air thing. Right, right. Uh, for that sure. would be real. That'd be really weird for them to just never talk about. Just that completely again. drop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be that would be very odd. Um, but I am back up. And you have taken the lamp. I was between the lamp and one other one for. Yeah, I'm between two right now. I'm going to go with the wedding. Yep, that's the one that I was thinking about. Okay. Going with. Yeah, um, we are once again hive mind here. Maybe we yeah, should have just done hand hey spots rankings. <laughs> well, wait, I I don't know that I would have put Pine Barrens in the same spot as you, but um, right, right. That it's but everything else we're other. we're pretty close on. Yeah, um, close. yeah, the whole the whole presentation of the wedding was really nice. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of great jokes. The way they tie in previous characters, um, all of it Dude. was just like it culminates really well. Uh, and it was the cool way... to see a, a vampire wedding. Yes, the way everybody is getting up to like object for so many different reasons it's so funny 
I, it's my favorite was when the guide first got up and said, when I first saw Nando, I fell madly in love with him. And then she gets back in line and is like, I have another confession. When I first saw Marwa, I fell madly in love with her. <laughs> I thought that that was so great. And that was another thing right. where I was like, oh, we can have like guide Marwa, like friendship stuff going on moving forward. And I know the guide is just kind of like, would have been good. A goofy character who falls in love with everybody, but still, like you, that I thought that that was like a little nod that like more would happen between the two, and then Mama Mia kind of solidified that for me. <laughs> um, right, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was really good. And watching Guillermo like actually lose his shit felt like good for him. <laughs> like he deserved that. Right. Um. Um. But yeah, I that would mean you are back up. We have, uh, I think. We picked five so far. Uh huh. Let me let me look real quick. Um, I'm gonna go with the grand opening. Good call. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the grand opening for my next one. Um, that one and the the premiere are pretty close to me. Um, I don't I don't know what you're gonna pick next, but kind of back and forth between those two. But um, yeah, I I, I think, really I like. Think I'd- disagree on the premiere but i i loved the um, just colin robinson the superstar yes um, and- as the resolution for this and i don't even re- do you remember the rapper that um, no <laughs> the, i, I some sort of pun. some sort of pun yeah. that's what i remember but i really like guide and nadja like friendship like, yeah, um, yeah, I thought we got. I, thought, uh, I forgot to mention it, but we got more of that in the wedding episode too, when they're taking the Baron to like get dressed and stuff. Right. Um, the 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 rapper was called Richie Suck. Okay, yeah, um, that's right, Richie Suck. <laughs> I really like and how Fred, guy- Fred Armisen is in that episode as his as his. He just uh, shows up and stuff, doesn't he? He does all the time, um, and it's always surprising. Yeah, and then I really like how the guy had really said a cab. <laughs> she, <laughs> she didn't want to play good cop, bad cop because she wasn't a fucking cop, not a narc, not a snitch. <laughs> right. That clip was being used on advertising, so I've seen it like probably fifteen times. Just getting an ad. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Where the guy's just like, "I ain't a fucking cop. I ain't a fucking cop." <laughs> no, it's funny. Uh, Nadja's outfits were so good in that episode too. I know that's like kind of a weird thing to mention, but I always love the costumes that they get them in. Right. Um. <sighs> Look, I know you're about to pick the premiere. Uh, you have the freedom to pick it. Oh, man, see, I'm kind of, I kind of want to go. Um. I'll just go within a sec because I know you're going to pick the premiere because you already said that. I'm going to go with Go Flip Yourself <laughs> because much, even though we, we the, the criticisms that we have of it uh, <laughs> in the whole like perspective of the season for what it should have done, um, I still think they committed to a bit and it was mostly oh, funny. No, yeah. I'm not, I, I can, I'm not I can, sorry. I'm not big on Nick Kroll is the only thing. Uh, and there's a lot of Nick Kroll at the end of this. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Simon is such a weird choice to randomly bring back. Right. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, they brought him back before, but there was, like, a little bit more of, like, a plot reason for it. There was definitely like, a pretense for him coming back before. Yeah, this was, just this was, was just odd. Like, <laughs> and he made, like, a whole show and... Okay, and I once again I know that I should not be expecting logic from <laughs> a comedy, but I thought it was really funny how um they're like censoring all of the curse words because the joke is that this is like cable network TV and like you right. can't have anything bad at all. But then at the end of the episode he showed a gaping asshole for ten seconds and nobody gave a fuck. And I was like <laughs> I was like, funny joke on its own, but I was a little bit like Okay, but I did love that joke. It was, um, no, and no, that might have been that might have been the reason I picked it. <laughs> yeah, like the, the the episode on its own, like is is funny to me. It I just don't like it as much in the grand scheme of the season. Well, I just love this idea of a vampire being really into cable TV, specifically. Oh, Laszlo! Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, that was that's right. Funny. HGTV, Laszlo just being super into <laughs> house flippers. Um, 
But go ahead. You you have the next pick. We know what you're going to pick. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go with the premiere. <laughs> nice. I, the premiere was a little surprising to me because I, 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 I did initially expect more from like the whole Nandorana world trip, Naja and stuff in Britain. But I, I get why they had to like get the vampires back to the house because, you know, they're obviously that's like the bread and butter of the show. And they still changed, like, the dynamics enough. And I really liked seeing, like, Nandor miss Guillermo and, like, take care of Guillermo a little bit and, like, jump in after him when he fell. And that's where we first really get to see baby Colin Robinson. And it's, like, setting up all of this stuff. Right. And it it did a really good job. And it was pretty funny, in my opinion. I liked the premiere. Real quick question. Um, Was this the only episode with Puppet Naja or no? No, Puppet Naja is in um, the the wedding. No, no, no. no. She's in the private school. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I was. I was to to your point of like you know reoccurring characters and all that stuff. Yeah. um, I was a little surprised she was only in like two or three episodes. Yeah, I think she might have been there watching Mamma Mia too, but I don't think she was. No, she was. You're right. No, so three episodes. Yeah, Uh, definitive three before we get the fifty angry letters. It's possible she popped up briefly in other episodes, but um Right. Right. Um, so that leaves us with the two final episodes. <laughs> we, um, I think we both knew that <laughs> for uh, Right. Uh I'm gonna go <laughs> at least with the rating so far, uh and the 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 talk of last week. <laughs> I don't why this uh, episode I am However, going to go with the Freddy episode. Um, yeah, see, I had a scun with the finale over Freddy, but I... See, I, I knew you... Look, I knew you would have, so I'd rather just give you, you know, what you want, um, and, and I can get... Because I, I would prefer this one anyway, so, you know, I could make you try to uh, defend this episode, but... Um, uh, no, I think the reason that I picked this over the finale is we're given a glimpse of happy Guillermo and what that looks like and just how like evil or like, (laughs) well, just how evil Nandor can be or just how much he can not care about people around. Yeah. How flippant he can be and not realize like the implications of his actions and how much like that, that would hurt someone like Guillermo. And I really do hope like that is something that, remains present in the next season because it should be a lasting consequence right. that was created I, I from this episode. I, I'm really hoping that what they're trying to like set up with that is Garmo, Gar, uh, the, sorry, Nandor doesn't know how to like f- justify or understand his feelings for Guillermo. So he basically was like, well, if I can't have Guillermo, I'm going to have the closest thing to him, which was Freddy. Right. But, right, uh, which is such a weird, weird thing to do, especially because, you know, you have a genie, you could just be like, okay, I would like another Guillermo. <laughs> yeah but maybe somewhere in nander's mind he would have known that that would have really been too f- i mean it was already too far so i i guess but um right 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 i'm just saying like right. it, I, if he I was smarter almost... he would realize you know if he mm-hmm. needs to get to the next step but yeah uh real quick the only other thing that i would mention about this is this also does have colin robinson saying i only perform to papa roach and evanescence now so <laughs> yeah yeah that was good. therefore a superior episode anyway also, you are stuck with sunrise sunset but it's sorry yeah, finish yeah. your thoughts no the, the only thing i was gonna say is one i really like how quote-unquote teenager colin robinson was just the middle-aged body of um what what's his, the actor's name for colin? mark uh yeah mark, mark uh, prost or prost okay yeah um, like it was just obviously like a middle-aged man's body with like acne. Yeah. Stuff yeah. That was funny. Um, I, I almost think you kind of touched on it, but I almost feel like some of, I almost feel like Nandor should have made like very different decisions with like the genie in a sense, if they really wanted to like ham up certain things about his character and like how much he doesn't care. But it's almost odd because Nandor is almost like so stupid that he just keeps making these really weird decisions that are almost like, whoa, hey. And I feel like this Freddy episode really did that with like, I want another Freddy. And it's like, that's what you're going, that's your solution to this. All of this, all of your gay feelings that you don't want to talk about, your wife that you 
you just Freddy. You want to turn her into Freddy. Right. That's your solution. And it's a little bit right. like, bro. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> okay. Uh, so obviously you have to defend the, the 10th episode, but uh, this just in. I'm not sure if McKenna has finished the last episode, uh, but regardless, McKenna will come in and judge our, our uh, separate fives. I mean, there's not too much um, to defend here. It's kind of like, <laughs> it's not a, te- it's not a terrible episode. It just doesn't feel like a very good finale for the season. Right. It, well, okay. Okay. So I guess, I guess to expand on that, cause that's a really good point. Like, there's a lot of added expectations like to this episode because it is, oh. you know, we wait, we wait a year after this. McKenna, have you seen the finale? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of expectations because this is the finale. And like to your point, I almost think as much as a middle finger it would be to so many people and it was the lowest rated episode, I almost think the Freddy episode works as a different conclusion. Um, because the... Yeah, in, in, it- it's weird, I, but it almost feels like a better conclusion to the season. Right, because <laughs> we're, we're we're left with because I think I think if you if you move the Colin Robinson end to the Freddy episode where he's adult Colin Robinson and doesn't remember, you have this like sadness with Laszlo's character where you're like, oh man, like this is a whole thing that we went through. But instead, you have two of those stories. And I think it would have been better if you had one of these like really sad stories that you don't know how to feel um, with Laszlo and Colin. And then you're just kind of unsettled by Guillermo and Nandor. Um, I think that would be a good tandem. Like those flavors mix a little bit better. All right, McKenna. So Spy and I have five episodes each and you're going to judge who has the better set of five. Okay, perfect. Do you want this blind or do you want to know who picked who picked what? I want it blind. I really I think that will be the the, the most okay. honest judge here. <laughs> but yeah, and then um obviously McKenna, you know, we we did it draft format where one of us picked one, the next one picked one, and we just kinda went back and forth till we both had five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So All right. Team A, McKenna, is private school, Pine Barons. The Wedding, Go Flip Yourself, and Freddy. Is there any clarification you need on those episodes before saying the next one? No, but are we just doing season three or? Season four, just season four. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. It's just season yeah, four. No, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. So group two is The Night Market, The Lamp, The Grand Opening, Reunited, and Sunrise Sunset. Okay, I am going to pick group one out of those two out of the ones Let's that I like. Go. <laughs> <laughs> what was no. your reasoning? Just, just what what tip um, scales? What tips? Are well, close. T- yes, they are pretty close. I would say for me, definitely, uh, Pine Barrens was and the wedding were like two of my favorite episodes of the season, and I thought two of like the most engaging ones. So that one, group one, having both of those episodes was a really strong, like, tipping point for me. Yeah, I think I think if you had the back-to-back spy, you would have gotten yeah, uh, I, the I, wedding. Yeah, I, dec- I declined the back-to-back, but that's okay. Yeah, spy declined the snake format and was like, no, no, wow. <laughs> I don't take, I'm not going to take an advantage. How dare you? Wow, uh, very bold. Um, yeah, I... I do, and I think also something, Night Market wasn't a huge one for me, so like... How dare. <laughs> oh! Sorry. It was fun. I liked, I liked, um, I loved the, like, fighting ring part of it, but I just, like, I wanted the whole episode of just Guillermo, because I was really excited, because I was like, yes, badass Guillermo is back, and I love badass Guillermo. Um... <laughs> I I was really surprised. It's it's good we have your voice on here then because I was really mm-hmm. surprised when I was looking at um the IMDb scores of the episodes. Yeah, Cuz Night Market was one of my favorites and that was I think 6th. I mean they're all, you know, they're all relatively like in the same Yeah. Range. 
Frankly, um, I'm just surprised that Go Flip Yourself and the finale are as high as they are. I was not expecting that. I, the, the finale might just be because it just came out. Because um, yeah. I also yeah, was thinking the same thing. It's at an 8.5 right now, which feels high. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that was going to get bombed, honestly, because you were saying that Freddy was like, last week was like the lowest rated episode of the season. And I really liked Freddy episode. I thought it was it was cool. Um but uh Well we that, we were so talking I about thought, this before before you had joined McKenna, but I, I really liked Freddy because I thought contextually we were going to get something that tied in with that a little bit more than what we actually ended up getting in the agreed, next episode. Agreed. Um, and that was what kind of I felt like I got left hanging a little bit with the finale, besides the fact that they always have some sort of like cliffhanger at the end. I just meant like emotionally, I was like, they really just sort of dropped that in the next episode and we're like, eh, right. we'll save it right. for next season. And I was like, I don't think that that's exactly what you should have done, but all right. <laughs> I will uh, clarify one thing just real quick. Uh, the the uh, Freddy episode is the lowest rated of the series, not just the season. That's uh, insane. And what's funny is the two closest, I would not say they're in this. Or sorry, there's three that are close and they're all from season three. It's uh, Gale where uh, Colin Robinson and, and uh, Laszlo are repairing the car. <laughs> Um, the Chamber of Judgment, which I thought was a really funny episode. Uh, yeah, I as love well. that episode. And then the Siren. Um, they're all what? one of them. One of those is seven point six. The other two are seven point seven. I thought all of those episodes were hilarious. See, for those me, are amazing. For me, yeah. the grand opening also has a seven point six for on my IMDb. Does it? Mm-hmm. It has seven point seven for whatever reason. So maybe I, I don't think, know. Okay. So something I noticed when people are Oh no, talking- you're right, the grand opening. That's weird. Sorry, continue, McKenna. Yeah. Something I noticed when people were talking about Freddy after the fact is that people were just like, Man, Nando was such a bad person, like he's irredeemable at this point. And I felt like a lot of people were just mad at what happened. And I don't know if this is a just me thing, but I'm thinking He's a. Did y'all miss the whole? He's a vampire, guys. Like, he's right, that's... intrinsically a bad <laughs> dude. Like, <laughs> what, what do you mean? <laughs> that was. I, I do understand. Like, the criticisms of, you know, Marwa, they, there should be more of a resolution with Mara. I think those yes. are valid. But the ones that were like, oh man, Nandor is a bad person. It's like, what? What show have you been watching? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with the Morrow stuff. There should have been a better Morrow resolution. But yeah, I like, have y'all been, like, what Nandor have you guys built up in your head? Because it's not the one that's in the show. This is is the guy (laughs) that from season one has had this, this wonderfully nice person who's super caring uh, for this group of vampires, specifically one person in particular. And he mm-hmm. keeps telling him like, Oh, I'm going to make you a vampire. Who knows? Who knows? And yeah, like suddenly people are like, Oh, but he was a saint before the Freddy episode. And I was right. like, yeah. look, this, this was a different level for sure. But like yes. the signs were there. <laughs> yeah. And, and like yeah. I said, Hey, earlier, it, it wasn't so much like on oh, what Nandor is bad for me. It was a little bit more, this is a weird thing for the writers to be doing even by Nandor standards a little bit for me. (laughs) Right. Right. I didn't get that. I didn't feel like it was too out of left field. I, I like, I didn't think it was like, whoa, this is a new, like it was a new level, but it didn't feel like it came out of nowhere. Like I felt like this whole season has just sort of been like, Look how selfish Nandor. I mean, the whole series, he's very selfish, obviously, but now it right, was like. Especially because even this season, like the whole wedding is just yeah, for show. He wanted he, a wedding. Yeah. He just wanted right. that experience. So, yeah, this was just, I think, the, the peak of look how little he actually cares about the people in his life. He just wants, like, he's very just like, 
I want what I want and I don't care <laughs> if I hurt other people to get what I want. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, right. It's something um, sense with this characterization. I still think it's just it it, it, it kind of just comes off weird to me. Like it's just strange because I I almost felt like there were better options that they could have like there there were better scenarios that could have been written to kind of get the same type of point across without like a well, weird especially... thing. And I was a little like uh, I don't know I, I I it's not that I dislike it it's just that I'm very I, I feel kind of weird about it. Yeah, especially the the order that they because I I kind of agree with you more on on the order sense of the choice. Of like you have the penultimate episode and then this for mm-hmm. the yeah. way they ended up doing. We uh, in our discussion, McKenna, we had uh, the biggest problems we sort of had. We came to the conclusion that go flip yourself should have been switched. Mm-hmm. Like that episode, even though that episode's hilarious, uh, we think it should have been swapped out and added an episode to really like flesh out some of this or like connect the the stuff a little bit more. Because both of right. us agreed like. Pine like episode one to Pine Barrens all kind of flow the same, and then go flip yourself is basically completely off to the side. Yeah, yeah. and they Agreed. never correct afterwards. Yeah, right. I would agree with that for sure. Um, but that's gonna do it. I have won the what we do in the shadows challenge. Uh, look, maybe we'll do this, and I'll be the judge of our flag means death season two episodes. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> And we can catch McKenna and Spy against each that's other. Next, that's coming next year, which is crazy. They got crazy turnaround time going on that one. It is. It is. I'm mm-hmm. not surprised because uh, that show is going to be very popular. Um, yeah. Well, sorry, the the fan base it already has is going to be uh, still rabid. Uh, if yes, if I've learned showing anything, up in doing. droves. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, with that said, uh, we are going to finish out. Let me just leave a note of what we've been watching because we might as well. Um, and the only reason that <laughs> I wanted to do this section is just a note for the people, um, because we have two other season reviews coming. And I guess maybe I, Spy, or McKenna will, will judge if we do. A, if there's three of us, if there's four, it, it might be a little more difficult. Um, and that is, of course, Harley Quinn. Uh, if you're not <laughs> watching Harley Quinn, this season has been great. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready to say the best season, um, but the fact that all three seasons are consistent, where if someone said this season was their favorite, or if someone said season two was their favorite, or season one, uh, I think an argument, a really easy argument, could be made. Um, and there, all I'm going to say is there's a song that's awesome, uh, and I'll leave it at that, I guess. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Um, uh, and I just love the dynamics that uh, are happening this season and, and what they're doing and embracing this this universe in full. Uh, but it's we'll have so a full weird. spoiler thing of season three. McKenna, I, and Todd are, I think Nick is also watching it. Um, Spy, are you watching it at all? Uh, I'm not, but I could. So how can we get you to change that? Um, <laughs> I was gonna say I've been putting out I've been putting out some feelers, you know. Despite our right. spy, yeah, we yeah. have the same taste in everything. You're Listen, gonna love it. <laughs> you guys should know by now, knowing me, that I am the worst movie slash TV buff in the fucking world <laughs> in terms of actually watching stuff. Well, to that point. You know, this might be a terrible time to ask this, but Spy, what have you been watching besides uh, what we do in the shadows? That's a cruel (laughs) question, hey, and you know I know, I know. Um, (laughs) Ah, gee, man, the last movie I saw in theaters was Lightyear. Um, No, no, TV, TV, this is just TV. Um, Let's see, I watched The Great a while ago, that's pretty good. Um, The Great? um, That's a, have you not watched The Great? It's actually. What is that? Okay, it's you, like a historical. It's a historical oh, comedy. I recommended this. Yes. I was very confused. Places. I was like, "You haven't heard of the Great?" <laughs> I know the title, right, but um, I uh, I forgot about it because TV moves so fast now, and there's way too many shows. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Where this is no offense, because I'm sure this show is great, and it has two actors that are awesome. But literally, like, there's a show 
with Steve Carell that's on FX from the people that made The Americans. And I'm like, I don't know if I can fit that in right now. There was a show with Andrew <laughs> Garfield this year mm-hmm. uh, under the banner of heaven or whatever. Uh, and I still haven't watched watch it. Like, there's, yeah. there's too much TV. Um, I'm behind on Marvel stuff. I have not, I didn't finish Miss Marvel yet and I still have not even started She-Hulk. And that's me. Let me just <laughs> say, any of the Marvel we stuff. can all agree that of four phases of Marvel, She-Hulk twerking is the pinnacle oh, yeah, of this people. franchise. Well, obviously. Right. People are um, so mad about that, bro. It's hilarious. Okay, here, here's my only thing. Maybe it's just because I'm I'm on the other side of the echo chamber. I hear, and this is always how this goes, I always hear way too many people that are like, man, people are so mad. About, and I'm sure like people are mad about this, but I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm sure they're mad about it, but let's not. Like, do y'all like the show? Do, do you like the show, Spy? Are you watching She-Hulk? I haven't watched it. Mm, I am four episodes or three episodes in, uh, and I don't know how to feel about it. Uh, it's it's fun, I guess. It it's fun. Really seem like my type of thing, really, frankly. I just want to have a fun time, and I think that's probably what the show's gonna be. Just um, my my only thing is in. I don't know. I feel like there's some people. What's interesting to me is. There's some people I've seen like talk about the show and they're like, oh, nothing like nothing happens. I'm like, man, that's so interesting because they pitched it. And I know maybe WandaVision like uh, tainted expectations for this, but like this was pitched as like a serialized sitcom. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, do people not watch like Abbott? Ele-? Like, I, it's just funny to me, like if these same people like watched Abbott Elementary week to week, they're like, they would be like, man, nothing happens like in the first three like, episodes. Yeah. <laughs> you're just supposed to have a fun time yeah right like you just watch you know you watch this uh while doing laundry and you're gonna laugh a couple times and then it gets great yeah. eventually so hopefully that's what happens yeah. with she hulk but um yeah i've i've been sort of surprised by the reception of she hulk but that's one of the other shows that we maybe just me because i don't know if anybody else is watching it uh in our group um but I will, I will be the one to to review it. And then the only other thing, uh, Todd is rapidly catching up to this season. Uh, <clears throat> but Primal season two is wrapping up. There's two episodes left. Uh, I am finishing that. Um, and I'm on. I just finished episode eight, and I have a lot of thoughts on it. So if you've seen Primal season two, uh, I just gonna be learned that Primal season two existed right this moment <laughs> literally every time i have brought it up i don't know what hbo max is doing uh, to not promote this show um, but oh my gosh every person i've talked to when i'm like hey is anybody watching primal season two it is either i didn't know there was a season two or someone asking what is this um which is which is annoying uh, <laughs> but you know too much tv i get it Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I mean, also HBO Max hates animation, so that's yeah. probably why. Um, the fucking movie industry hates animation right now. Yes, right. That's that's the funny thing with me is when the sorry, this is a completely separate side tangent. But when the Netflix thing happened and they were canceling like a couple of the animated properties, and people were like, "Oh, Netflix specifically hates animation." I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa let's cool your jets." Everyone yeah. hates animation. <laughs> and the only reason you think they don't is because Disney has created a cash cow on a brand uh, that is only Disney. <laughs> Disney animated features. Yeah. And then yeah. Pixar miraculously uh, came to be. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I, I, no, I have a friend who works for Disney and she like straight up told me recently, she's like, yeah, you don't want to be at the studios right now. Like, it's a mess. Like, the industry is kind of in a in a spiral at the moment. It will crawl its way out. It always does, but... Well, especially because yeah. I think there's a lot of <laughs> discussions of, like, what animated things belong in theaters or, or whatever. Like, what goes to a show. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's why it's cool that, you know, despite that and <laughs> why I'm still <laughs> hopeful for hbo max hopefully because it just renewed uh harley quinn for another season is you have stuff like harley quinn and primal 
on HBO Max. Um, but yeah, so those shows uh, we're going to be reviewing. Um, so make sure to catch up with that because I have a lot of thoughts on Primal Season 2. Um, and unfortunately, the first recording we did on Primal Season 1 uh, has never seen the light of day because uh, my microphone disconnected and I sound horrendous. Yay! Uh, but that'll do it for this episode. Thank you, Spy. Thank you, McKenna. We will see you on the next one. A lot of stuff coming. Bye. Bye. Bye.